Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. This is Kip Harridge with your daily VRA Investing System podcast. We tell you in just a few minutes what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRA Investing System as our guide. And uh, I mean, this is fun, right? This is fun. This is why we do this. You know, we we get we believe in dollar cost averaging, being on the right side of the market, building positions, and then celebrating these big breakouts. That, that's what's happening here. If you've been joining us. Well, uh, again, broken record time, but uh, wow, uh, new all-time highs today in the S&P 500. We have a lot to report today. I'm going to do it very, very quickly, though, because I've got some other things to attend to here, so bear with me as I fly through this. Uh, S&P 500 up uh, just under 1%. Again, all-time highs, 2,954. We're not surprised. We've been expecting it. This is the beginning, not the end. Everything we see tells us this is a breakout. This is a parabolic melt-up breakout happening right here. Please, please, please ignore the perma bears. Please ignore CNBC. I, I, I saw, I don't watch a lot of CNBC, but I, I wanted to see the reaction today. And it's just this, this attitude of, well, you know, uh, uh, well, it's, this, this is the time to be careful. It's, it's time to be cautious. You know, these, these big moves uh, can reverse. And, you know, like, what are you smoking over there? Uh, this is not reversing. Folks, I had the best mentors Anyone could ever have, and they're not with us anymore. But uh, Ted Parsons and Michael Metz uh, steered me right. They were huge macro fans. Big, they really taught me the importance of understanding the fundamentals and understanding macro analysis. And I think a lot of that's lost today. And people are almost afraid to take a position because they don't know what their position should be. And maybe they're afraid of being laughed at or being wrong. I don't know what it is, but I'm just amazed at the number of people that don't see what we see, which is this is the beginning of a very, very special time in this country. You know, I, I, I lived and worked through the Reagan Revolution, and I saw it happen right before us. My first three years in the business, the stock, Dow Jones doubled, right? That was my introduction to being a stockbroker. And I fell in love with Reagan, obviously, because of that. I mean, it was, uh, it was just a, an amazing time, really, to be in this country, to be an American, to be an investor, and uh, to watch the whole country coalesce around a true leader. Well, folks, we've got that again. Completely different kind of guy in Trump, okay? Uh, completely different in almost every way, but really similar in the ways that matter most. Trump loves America. He loves Americans. Trump is an optimist. Trump knows what works, and he doesn't change his mind. Leaders make decisions quickly and change their minds very slowly. That's the very definition of Donald Trump. We are living through the early innings of the Trump economic miracle. We've said this for Honestly, before he got elected, we predicted he'd win. We said this was going to happen. Why would we change our tune now? There's no way in hell we're going to do that. What we want to do is encourage you to stick to your guns. Find out what you believe in. Have an investing game plan based on that. If you don't have any of that, come join us because we do. Uh, We have the confidence. We have the returns. We're blowing away the market again this year. Uh, and uh, again, best mentors in the world. Thank you again, Ted and Michael, for steering me in the right direction. Uh, again, five-year uh, all-time highs in the SP 500. Gains across the board. We're very close to new all-time highs uh, in the Dow Jones and I think uh, Nasdaq as well. Again, you know, very very close here. So that'll happen soon as well. We are reaching overbought levels. That's that's the one short-term bugaboo that we see. If you follow a uh, uh, momentum. Uh, 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 analysis at all, and some of these indicators, for example, stochastics uh, on all four 
of our indexes. Uh, so it's Dow Jones, S&P 500, NASDAQ, and Russell 2000. We're now at extreme overbought levels. So, I mean, it's not surprising with the move we've had, but that's only on stochastics. The other momentum indicators do not share that level of euphoria. Talking about uh, like relative strength and money flows, that kind of thing, MACD, not there yet. So this move can continue, but I will also tell you in the short term, a lot of the easy money has been made. Um, uh, but again, you know, that's just a, a very short-term indicator. If, you're, if you believe in monthly dollar cost averaging, nothing what I just said even matters. You just continue to buy as you normally would and build two positions and uh, then celebrate your victories at the end of the year. Uh, if you were on yesterday's podcast, you heard Tyler say, we just wrapped up year one. I can't believe it's a, a year has gone by of these podcasts. Boy, talk about time flying. Uh, so this is our 252nd podcast today, just over a year. And thank you all very much for both listening and for your feedback. We really do appreciate it. We try to take to heart what you recommend and what you want to hear more of. So, uh, you know, I'm a little maybe old to change my spots, but, but Tyler's, Tyler's 27. So uh, he'll probably take your advice maybe a little better than I will. He's also much, much better at doing these podcasts and delivering really usable information than I am. I just kind of wing it. Tyler actually plans this stuff out about an hour and a half every day. So uh, just a great job yesterday, uh, son. It's a phenomenal podcast. I learned from that podcast yesterday. Um, what else? Uh, let's go through it quickly. Again, today, uh, as, as, we, as we said earlier this week, uh, the VRA investing system now, uh, as of a Wednesday mornings, flipped to 10 out of 12 screens being bullish. We had been 9 out of 12. All eight fundamental screens are bullish now that the Federal Reserve has got their act together. As we wrote today, it's about time they apologized. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, Jay Powell didn't come out and say, I'm sorry, quote unquote, but that was an apology tour yesterday, and it should have been. Because they were dead wrong in 2018. Literally everybody knew it but them. And once again, love them or hate them, Trump was exactly right. Rates should not be where they are. We've been a broken record on this. Trump's exactly right about this. Why in God's name are we paying 2% yields on our 10-year when you can get the same thing over in Europe or Japan for you get no return. You get no yield. Right, so we're looking at it's in some of the ten years, like the in Italy, the yields are higher. But by and large, the average yields we're a hundred percent higher for U.S. yields than you get in Europe and certainly in Japan. So that makes no common sense whatsoever to anybody that looks at it from that point of view. And that's we're pretty simple down here in Houston, Texas, in Sugarland. We look at it. We, we try to analyze everything from a common sense point of view. Logically, does this make sense? Logically, it makes no sense that our yields would be so much higher than they are in other developed parts of the world, Western society, if you will, uh, in Japan. Uh, so uh, we believe rates will continue to come down, highly bullish uh, for uh, U.S. markets, equities, and certainly gold as well. Uh, I'll cover that in just a moment. Let's get to the internals real quick. Huge day in the internals. Two and a half to one advanced decline positive, two to one volume positive. And the internals, I mean, just listen to this, Okay. 50, new 52 highs to lows. 1,119 stocks hit new 52-week highs to just 182 stocks hitting new 52-week lows. Now, you would expect that, right? With the market, S&P 500 hitting all-time highs, you would expect this, but these are unbelievable readings. We noticed this a couple of months ago. The market started broadening out. You know, then we saw all-time highs in breadth, and now this is the rest of the market playing catch-up. You know, the old saying, a rising tide eventually lifts all boats. That's what's happening here. Uh, but, uh, but again, it's just this is the melt-up we talked about going into the G20. 
Uh, you know, that's uh, what is that? Uh, that's what nine days away, eight days away, and uh, certainly uh, the 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 expectation that Trump and China will get together on a deal, and certainly with the election next year. I mean, it doesn't t- really take a rocket scientist to figure out what's going on here. Uh, U.S. economy is just, I mean, best economy of my lifetime. I can promise you that, and no one's really saying that except for Trump and maybe a few of his uh, believers. But this is. Uh, I don't even believe most of the statistics that I see about the economy anymore because I see it with my eyes. We talk to CEOs and business leaders all over the country, all over the world, really, and they've never seen the economy this strong in the United States. The strongest economy, and I hear it over and over again. People are saying no to deals right? because they can get a better deal. Look at all the employees out there that are able to job shop. And just find, you know what, I, I'm making 40 here. You know what, all i got to do is flip across town to this company. I can make 47. I mean, it's not even a challenge. I, this has never happened in my lifetime to this degree of strength. There's no way that doesn't pro- uh, propel the markets higher and uh, wind up uh, meaning much, much higher stock prices. Again, our, we're, we're unchanged from this. 35000 by the end of the next year on the Dow, 50000 plus by the time Trump leaves office. And I've actually got some math I'm working on here. That I mean, it gets a little crazy. You know, you, you start talking about sixty, seventy thousand on the Dow Jones by the time Trump leaves in twenty twenty four, and you know, it's not even hard really to get to that number. How did you get there? It's pretty simple. We average about twenty two percent a year. Sounds crazy. Did it during Reagan's time? Did did better than that during a three year stretch with Reagan? Again, the market's doubled in three years. And uh, all you then do is say, okay, let's, let's, let's move the Ford PE from where it is now, which is a 16. Let's say the Ford, let's say the Ford PE does get to 20 in an era of spectacular economic growth. That's not a stretch. The PE was 28 in the dot-coms. The PE was 27 during Obama's time. So, you know, again, <laughs> this is the way animal spirits build. You probably hear it in my voice, but I'm still in the minority. Okay, yeah, I'm really excited, but you don't hear this from almost anybody else. And I love it that way. I really like seeing these uh, investor sentiment readings that are sitting at, you know, 29% bulls. Are you kidding me? You know, where do they, where do they survey? I actually, I'm a voting member in that particular survey, so I know people, I know how people vote in this one in the AAI survey. But uh, I just don't know who these people are that continue to be bearish in the face of what's happening. I think a lot of it is probably Trump derangement syndrome. Uh, and then you add that to the fact that, uh, you know, man, the, the memory and the pain of the financial crisis is still very fresh and very real. And so I think a lot of people are just having a hard time coming around. But, you know, that's that's the way a bull market evolves. And that's a natural process. So uh, no need to rush it. We'll get there when we get there. Uh, but that's how we see it. And it's important, we believe, to tell you exactly what we feel, not hype, what we see, what we believe, again, based on math. And uh, 34 years of doing this day in, day out. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, let's get to uh, the bottom line here. Oil, uh, highest close since May, excuse me, yeah, May 29th, uh, up a big $3.12 a barrel, closing at 56.88. We, we love oil, but we really like the energy stocks. We've been aggressively adding to those positions because global growth is going to be spectacular. It's going to be amazing. And that's, again, the Reagan Revolution was more of an American thing, but the Trump economic miracle is a global event. Why is that? Because the world is flipping from globalism to populism slash nationalism. 
The whole world wants to do what Trump's doing here, and why wouldn't they? <laughs> Everybody wants to have Trump as a, a Trump-ish president. Uh, so that's what's happening. You look at all of it. We've talked about it ad nauseum here. Uh, but again, this is, uh, this is why we think this is going to be such an amazing move higher uh, in the global markets. And that's why oil must go higher. Okay, it's just basically supply and demand, and really more demand, and uh, even with rising supply. Uh, same thing in gold. You know, it's, gold has been manipulated for decades. Uh, why is gold rising now? Well, I don't know the exact answer, except that it's overdue. Gold should be well over $5,000 an ounce now and would be if it were not for the banks that have been criminally manipulating gold prices lower. If you don't believe Kip Herridge when he says it, then go check out GATA. The Gold Antitrust Action Committee, GATA.org. Spend some time on their site. I've known these guys for a long time. We're talking about a lot here. Uh, it's just, uh, this is, it's time, you know. I mean, if Bitcoin can go to 20,000, it closed at 9,500 today, uh, 9,567, by the way, up 281. If Bitcoin can do this, then what can gold do in an honest environment? It's time for gold to have that honest move higher. Uh, that we've been expecting and, and hoping for for a long time. We're ultra-long gold, silver, and especially the miners right now. Uh, gold today up $45 an ounce, $1,393, almost at $1,400. Uh, GDX, the miner ETF, had its – let me just double-check this because I got some conflicting reports on this. No, that's – wow, that's right. GDX traded 126 million shares today. If you follow me on Twitter, you know that's kind of a big deal to me. I really wanted to see the volume break out. And I believe that's going to – I want to get this right. That's the highest buy side – second highest buy side volume day in – what is that? Three years, uh, give or take? So this is a real breakout. Uh, if you look at a chart of GDX, again, the minor ETF, you see that it's broken out of an eight-year downtrend. And it's done so significantly. And now the volume is coming in. You're getting volume confirmation. So – uh, look, uh, gold and, and GDX, uh, the miners are extreme overbought levels, uh, but this feels like the beginning of something very, very special here. And it's not because the global economy is in trouble or any of these other things. I saw Dow Jones did a story on that today. said, well, gold's move must indicate that the uh, global economy is slowing and there's trouble lurking somewhere. No, they're wrong again. It doesn't indicate that at all. It means that gold has been manipulated for far too long, and it's time, all, in the end, all manipulation loses. It's time for manipulation to lose and for gold to have its honest run. Uh, so uh, best asset on the planet has been forever. Best currency on the planet has been forever. Uh, holds its value better than anything else. Uh, the original currency, it's time for these stocks to be allowed to really run. And uh, that's going to happen. Supply and demand, again, just like oil, it's a supply and demand story for both gold and silver, but especially for mining stocks. 11 of 11 sectors closed higher today. Uh, energy plus 2.2%. Industrials 1.6%. Tech 1.4%. Again, strong across the board. As I said a minute ago, Bitcoin closed uh, approaching 10,000 now, up 281, closing at 9,567. I got a lot of heat for saying this and, and for tweeting about this and writing about it, but it's just the truth. Bitcoin has been the single best risk-on, risk-off signal analysis indicator for three years. And it's, it, it's given you about a month heads up, both on major moves higher and lower in equities. And it's been flashing a major buy signal since last November. Again, it bottomed just to right at about two, three weeks before the equity markets bottomed uh, on uh, December the 24th last year. 
so we'll take that as well. Folks, again, thank you for being here with us. We always appreciate it very much. Please join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. My name is Kip Harridge. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.